Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. This is No Credentials Required, covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to Tuesday, June 21st, 2022, to the Morning Cup presented by No Credentials Required. We are brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Coming up on today's edition of the Morning Cup, we'll talk life lessons we're learning from the Deshaun Watson debacle, some replacement names for George Washington University since they're dropping the Colonials moniker, and we'll do another random top five rank. This time, I rank my top five road trip snack foods because there's one thing you're gonna there's one thing you can trust a fat guy on, it's food. <laughs> but before we do that. Just want to remind you about our social channels on Twitter and Instagram. It's no creds, R-E-Q-D. TikTok, no creds, R-E-Q. Facebook.com forward slash no creds, R-E-Q. And on YouTube, hit subscribe. Hit the notification bell for when you hit the notification bell for when new videos are released. On the podcast side, our home base is Spreaker, but you can also subscribe wherever you find podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, wherever you podcast, subscribe. And also rate the podcast. Five stars is optimal. And if you could also leave a review because we may even read it on the air. Ratings and reviews are very, very important because that way more people know about this podcast. So as promised, we're talk about the life lessons that I've learned and that we should all learn from the Deshaun Watson debacle. And I call it the debacle because it's just turning into a complete crap show at this point and it's time for some things to happen, but let's look at the timeline real quick as to how we got to this point. 
So we're going to start weeks after the 2020 season. Houston Texans quarterback, well, at the time he was with the Houston Texans, but quarterback Deshaun Watson, he requests a trade out of Houston. In March of 2021, an attorney named Tony Busby announces a civil lawsuit has been filed against Watson, alleging inappropriate conduct during a massage. I'm trying to keep this podcast PG, so that's the best description I can come up with. So please respect that. The first lawsuit is officially filed on March 17th. Hours later, two more lawsuits come to light. A day later, four more lawsuits are filed. And by the time we get to the end of March and into April, there are 22 lawsuits filed. Let's fast forward to July. Watson reports to training camp in Houston. A month later, rumors are bound that the Miami Dolphins are very interested in a trade for Watson. That trade never comes to fruition. Fast forward again in March 2022. Watson's finally traded from Houston to Cleveland for a bevy of draft picks, and the Browns sign Watson to a fully guaranteed $230 million five-year contract. This was after a Harris County grand jury voted no to bring up criminal charges against Watson. While criminal charges are out of the question, the civil lawsuits continue to come through. As of this recording, there are 26 lawsuits against Watson. A couple weeks ago, a New York Times report noted that in the span of 17 months, that's one year and five months, Watson had booked massage therapy sessions with 66 different women. The Texans reportedly knew about this habit and enabled said habit with facilities and non-disclosure agreements for those sessions. Now, out of this very sordid timeline, what life lessons can we learn about this situation? The first thing we learn is that when two parties with a lot of power face off against each other, that being a star athlete and an ownership group, one party will do anything and everything to exercise their power over the other party. In this case, Watson requested a trade and the Texans did anything and everything that they could to make sure Watson was, and I mean this with no pun intended, untouchable so they could keep him in Houston. Secondly, whatever is hidden will always be brought to the light. And I'm going to give a brief Bible lesson. So fair warning here. I know some of you who are listening are not exactly in tune with religion and with spirituality, but I just want to bring this to what I know. And again, that's the Bible and that's sports. (laughs) In Luke 12, Jesus talks about things being hidden in darkness, being brought to the light. And this is what he says in Luke 12, verses 2 and 3. He says, Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and whatever you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the rooftops. And this is all coming into light. All of these details, all these sordid, dis- awful details of the Texans hiding Watson's indiscretion. And again, it's a horrible description. But again, for the sake of this podcast being PG, I'm going to go with that said word. These are now all being dragged, not only on Watson's part, but also on the Texans' part, what they covered up. They are now being dragged, kicking and screaming into the light. Third, if you're a friend or teammate of Deshaun Watson, and Watson is going to these, and I'll put in air quotes here, massage sessions a lot more often than he should, Say something. Say something to the coach, 
to the general manager, to the ownership, because this might be the root of a deeper issue. And in this case, Watson clearly has some deep-seated issues, which is why he's doing these things. Last but not least, please, men, let me, let, men, let me your ears, men. Please don't treat women like this. It seems like I'm white knighting here. I'm not. This is just gross and inappropriate behavior. Don't do it. Please don't do it. So now that we've kind of come to the timeline, we've come to the life lessons that we're learning from this gross thing. What kind of punishments does everyone deserve? And I got to say this with a preface. Commissioner Roger Goodell, he has not been, he's not known for being hard on player punishment or owner punishment. So the hammer needs to come down and he needs to set a precedent. For Watson, he should get at least a one-year suspension without pay. Without pay. Now, there will undoubtedly be some protest by the Players Association since the contract he signed with the Browns is fully guaranteed. But with this extraordinarily appalling behavior off the field, there has to be a precedent set. How about for the ownership? Ownership, one-year suspension from franchise operations, as well as forfeiture of draft picks because of their role in this scandal is just as prevalent as Watson. They knew about the behavior. They covered it up with all these NDAs and providing facilities for what Watson could do, could have done to him while he was in the massage table. Those in the know deserve punishment as well. As for the Browns, well, executing that trade and signing into that deal was punishment enough. So no really harsh punishment on their end, but they should have learned their lesson and waited till the details fully came out before they executed that trade. So now you're stuck with either Kobe Brissett or Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield's not happy. <laughs> so, oh, well. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back. We'll talk about the George Washington University name change. Stay tuned. You're listening to Tuesday's edition of the Morning Cup on No Credentials Required. In the Clutch features the best and officially licensed MLBPA and MLSPA clothing. In the Clutch features teams from every city like New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and more. It also features designs for every league including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, the NBA, and the NHL. Plus, check out exclusive collections as well as vintage wear. Head to InTheClutch.com, enter promo code NOCREDS at checkout, 10% off your order. And welcome back to the Morning Cup. I know credentials required. Buy yourself a shirt on intheclutch.com. Use that promo code. Help the show out. Please, 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 please. So let's go to names I'm going to suggest for George Washington University. And let's go back to what happened this past Wednesday. George Washington University announced they would drop the nickname Colonials after the 2022-23 athletic year and i'm going to read this statement in my best snobbish voice from george washington president mark s Wrighton. he said in a statement on wednesday quote i was impressed by the principled and collaborative approach of the special committee and it was clear this process was driven by research and robust engagement within the community while some might disagree with this outcome this process has determined that changing the moniker is a right decision for our university end quote Ugh. 
So I'm looking through the details of what, what the university did to come up with this change. And what they did was that they founded a task force in November of 2019. November 2019. This is going to be going on for almost two and a half years. And they finally came through this conclusion. So they went through the key factors for its recommendation. And what they said was that, uh, I'm quoting from the George Washington website and their uh, and the article on the GW Today. This is the first thing it says. The community said that changing names should be rare, but also recognized that the GW community was divided on whether to change the Colonial's moniker. In this case, the special committee found the Colonial's moniker does not adequately match the values of GW and can no longer serve its purpose as a name that unifies community. Okay, so what are the values then? What are your values? Are there values set by the students? Are your are your values set by alumni? Are they set by your staff? Like, what are your values? And what do you mean by unifies the community? Which community? Community around the university or the community being the students and the alumni? So let me continue. The community sought to understand the history of the term colonial, how colonials were initially selected for the moniker, the harm caused by the moniker. The harm? What? Come on. And the affinity for and prominence of the moniker within the GW community. Continuing on, now they go into the very confusing thing. It says, according to history experts, and I use the term experts loosely, especially over the last couple of years, George Washington himself firmly rejected the term colonial in the few times he used it. Research also found that the term colonials was not used during the 1607 to 1776 colonial era and it did not become popular until the colonial revival period of the late 19th and 20th centuries. Okay, which experts? Did you go to, did you use your own internal university experts, or did you go outside? Did you use those in the political no, or did you use independent experts? I want to know, what are your experts? Which experts are you using? Continuing. While colonials became GW's moniker in 1926, the special community determined that moniker arose casually and haphazardly, lacking the thoughtful university-wide consideration. How would you know that? Is there some sort of record in it, or just always have been called the colonials? There had to be something in there. There had to be. There had to be something. There had to be some sort of nickname, either given by other schools or students in the school itself. There has to be some sort of record. They don't provide a record. They don't provide any sort of documentation or evidence to say otherwise. So, continuing. Special committee identify a significant difference in the connotation for the term colonials. Here we go. Here's the biggest reason why. For supporters, the term refers to those who lived in the American colonies, especially those who fought for independence and democracy. For opponents, colonials meant colonizers who stole land and resources from indigenous groups, killed or exiled native peoples, and introduced slavery into the colonies. Forgetting that that the provision there was a provision in the Constitution to end sl the slave trade. Either perspectives that cannot be easily harmonized, the community concluded. Use and popularity of the moniker also has declined in recent years. Again, by whom? Is it the merchandiser selling? Is it in the students not using it? The alumni not using it? Again, please provide some sort of proof. Please. And it took, this, is the, this is what took them two and a half years of the school's resources to figure out. And this is what has me kind of, I wouldn't say upset, but just kind of like, really? Why? 
So here are some names I would like to I would like to suggest for George Washington University. First one being the half brains, because the task force clearly used half a brain to come to this point. I mean, I get it. There's some people opposed to the colonial nickname, but you got to provide some sort of context, and there's no context provided. The next nickname I gave them was the money bags, because George Washington University costs nearly $80,000 a year to attend. $80,000. The third name I give it is the swamp, because Washington, D.C. was built on a swamp, and it's still a swamp today, depending on who you ask. Or let's just leave it out as it is and force university to change the name of the school because they'll find some other ridiculous reason to change the name of the school. <sighs> Please get me out of this timeline. All right, so let's take another quick break. Get a word from SeatGeek. And when I come back, we'll do our random top five rank. You're listening to the Morning Cup on No Credentials Required. This broadcast is brought to you by Mohawk Honda. At Mohawk Honda, the team can find what you're looking for by searching our lot or the entire eastern seaboard just for you. But the real opportunity for you right now is either trading in or selling your vehicle. Mohawk Honda buys cars, and in some cases, you may be able to sell it for more than what you paid for it. The supply chain is still facing challenges, which creates a selling opportunity for you. And as always, the team at Mohawk Honda will make the buying and selling experience very easy. You know them as Cars with Kern, Swoboda, Trust Trav Landry, Louis the VIP Man Morales, Cam Seabach, Let's Do a Deal McKenna, Drive with Deanna Coles, My Guy, Easy Evanswalen, or you can just talk to the leader in charge, General Manager Greg Johnson. At Mohawk Honda on Freeman's Bridge Road in Scotia, they want to buy your car, and they always go out of their way to please you. All right, welcome back to the Morning Cup, but no credentials required. Here it is, the Tuesday staple, my random top five rank. And this week is going to be my top five, my top five road trip snacks. Now, you're going to disagree with my list. Rankings are subjective. These are my rankings, not your rankings. Rank them however you want. In fact, leave me a comment on social media, whether it be on TikTok, whether it be on Instagram, Twitter, your top five road trip snacks but again since i'm a fat guy god trust me on this <laughs> you gotta trust me on this all right so number five my top five road trip snacks protein bars it's a quick pick me up while i'm on a road trip keeps me a little bit full so i'm not hungry as much my personal favorite protein bars are the chocolate peanut butter bars from built bar uh, by the way do you know that no credentials required is a built bar affiliate use promo code belly up ncr checkout and you get a discount just with why this is not an ad but money me please number four trail mix and i'm talking about the crappy trail mix that has twigs and a great example of that is john panette's legendary bit about trail mix but trail mix needs to contain some chocolate and that kind of trail mix has the perfect combo of sweet and salty one of my favorites is the dark chocolate trail mix from bj's because it has dark chocolate and almonds in the summer and get it might get a little bit melty, but if you eat while driving and not parked, you'll you'll be all right for the summer. You'll be all right. Number three, beef jerky. Again, lots of protein so you don't get hungry. Uh, reusable bags so you can eat some and come back for more later. Lots of flavors to choose from. Lots of spice levels to choose from. Beef jerky, 
very versatile. It's good for you. That's why it's in my top five. <laughs> Number two, Swedish Fish. It's my go-to candy when I'm on the road. There's no chocolate. It won't get messy. And it's a little box so it doesn't spill all over the place while you're driving, unlike some candies like M&M's, <laughs> which I also enjoy. Peanut butter is my favorite. It may get a little problematic if you give them to children because children are prone to give them in tight spaces and they might melt in the hot sun, but they're one of my favorites and that's all that matters. In my number one rank, road trip snack food, Pringles. Because once you pop, you can't stop. Now, here's the best thing about Pringles. This is why it's my number one snack. A, Pringles are in a stack, so you don't have to be disappointed when you open the can. It's always the same amount every time. Number two, they're resealable. So you open it up, take a short stack out, reseal it, always nice and fresh. Number three, it's not greasy. It doesn't get all over your, your clothes or anything like that. They're nice, nice and crisp, not greasy. Now, I would have munchos here because I also love munchos, but with munchos, with other potato chips, if, it, if you have crumbs in the bottom of the bag, you have to tip it, and that can be really dangerous while you're driving. So that's why I prefer Pringles. Plus, plus, after you're done with the can, you can make your middle Pringles can into a coin jar. It holds your change. Come on, it's versatile. You need versatility while you're on a road trip. <laughs> so there's your random top five ranked. That's my top five road trip snacks. I'm looking forward to having these snacks while I'm on vacation in August, late August when I go to North Carolina. So I can't wait for that trip. All right. So we're going to close things up for this edition of the Morning Cup, but no credentials required. Just want to remind you about our social channels on Twitter and Instagram. It's no creds R-E-Q-D. TikTok, NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ. And on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit notifications when videos are released. I also want to spotlight two podcasts available on both Belly Up Media and Godzilla Media. On Belly Up Media, Let's Talk Whoa Hockey, hosted by Beth and Zach. They break down women's hockey in the pro and college ranks, have special interviews, and they also talk about Chicago Blackhawks hockey. On Godzilla Media, we have the pillar podcast of Godzilla Media, and that is Getting There with Gaz. It's hosted by our guy, Tom Gazgaslowski. Gaz interviews media members, athletes, coaches, business owners, and more. Listen to Never Been Told Stories on their journey to getting there. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm host of The Morning Cup, presented by No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Music courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 